0: Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well Broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about distraction-proofing your emotions. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Isaiah 26, verse 3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Nehemiah 6, 3, and I sent messengers unto them, saying, I am doing a great work, so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease while I leave it and come down to you? Distractions come in all kinds of forms, shapes, and sizes, if you allow them to. You know, the last scripture I read comes from Nehemiah chapter 6, and you know the backdrop. Nehemiah, who was safe in the palace serving the king, um, had it made in the shade but god had another purpose for his life and that is that he would go and build up the walls around his people which represented security of course once nehemiah began building the walls then certain individuals sanballat and tobiah began to come against him and began to seek to distract him from doing the work and then we come to chapter 6 verse 3 where nehemiah decides what I am doing is too important, it's too valuable, it's too significant to stop it just to have a talk with you. And that's the kind of resolve that many of us need today when it comes to our objectives. We need to have the kind of resolve that says what I'm doing is too important to be distracted by things of lesser significance. That's why one of the most important things when it comes to distraction, proofing your emotion is to make sure that when you set goals, you set worthy goals, goals that are so hot, so lofty, that are so significant that you could not see yourself allowing your time to be distracted or your focus to be distracted to something of lesser significance or importance. So I'm going to give you some keys today to distraction-proofing your emotions. Now, here's the first thing. Whenever you decide to live purposefully and intentionally, you will be assaulted. Write that down. It's just the way things are. This It comes with the territory of effectiveness in life. Whenever you decide to live purposefully and intentionally, you will be assaulted. So you got to get your soul ready for that. Don't believe that everything that is simple will be easy. Because once you decide that you're going to actually stand for something, live for something, or build something that lends to the quality of lives of others, expect the salt. Now, whenever you decide to build the lives of other people, you will constantly be targeted. And for no other reason than you sought the welfare of others. That's literally. What the scripture says about Nehemiah, because he sought the welfare of the children of Israel, he was assaulted. So whenever you decide that you're going to spend your life and your time and your efforts building the lives of other people, you will constantly become a target of some agenda to distract you from adding the value that you have determined that you must add. Now, here's the third thing. Understand that all of this comes with the territory of being a world changer. You know, if you're going to make a difference in the world, if you're going to use your influence in a way that benefits the lives of other people, you got to understand that these things come with the territory of being an agent of change. Nothing changes without a catalyst. And I'm convinced, I'm persuaded that God inserted you into your situation to be a catalyst for change. Now, here's the fourth thing. With influence and authority comes great adversity. It's a package deal. Wherever there's influence and authority, there's also going to be great adversity. It is a package deal. And I just want to drive that point home that it is absolutely normal to be assaulted because you want to do good. Here's the fifth key. Create a solid routine that is designed to help you remain focused. You see, your rhythm is found in your routine. So you want to make sure that you develop a routine, especially a morning routine, that helps you to get in the right frame of mind, that helps you to set the, case, the pace of your day, to help you to, to get into a certain rhythm to perform at an exceptional level. So create a solid routine that is designed to help you remain focused. Here's number 6. Adopt that routine as a lifestyle. You know I see so many people that decide to do something that's going to put them in a state of well-being and and then for some reason they just decide to stop. And then they start feeling everything they used to feel because they stopped doing everything that they were doing in order to break that cycle of negative emotions. So make sure you make a lifestyle of effectiveness in your routine. Here's number seven. Recognize the necessary maintenance that every mind needs and make sure that you do that maintenance. Do you know the maintenance that your mind needs in order to continue to perform optimally? Do you know the maintenance that your mind, your emotions require? Here's number eight. Uh, make sure that you get to a place where you expect that there will be warfare in your progress, and, and, I, and I don't mean that from a doom and gloom standpoint, but just get in a space where you know. For example, if you were in the military, you wouldn't be shocked if somebody took a shot at you one day, because you've you've let your mind get to a place where you expect that warfare is a normal part of progress. Whenever you're making progress, there's going to be warfare because your progress equates to the change of lives, the glory of God, and the fulfillment of you. i me say that again. Your progress equates to the changing of lives, the glory of God, and the fulfillment of you. So get to a place where you just ex- don't don't sensationalize warfare. I meet so many people, and and they they just sensationalize warfare a, as if uh you know is, is just an exception to their life when really uh it's common to all of us who endeavor to be effective with our lives. Here's number nine. Focus is about setting your intention upon your objectives and not allowing anything to become more worthy than your objectives in your mind i'm going to say it again focus is about setting your intention upon your objectives and not allowing anything else to take on a a a, a sense of worthiness more than what your goals and objectives are that's a distraction because remember you already decided what you wanted. You already decided what your goals were. You already decided what your focuses should be. And so that's what focus is about is setting your intention upon your objectives. Now, number 10, when you are doing creative work, make sure that you put distance between you and potential distractions, such as your smartphone, or put the, you know, put your phone on silence silence the notifications turn off the television and really tune in to the work that you're looking to get done number 11 focus is a muscle that you have to constantly train and develop do you get what i just said focus is a muscle that you have to constantly train and develop So make sure that you're in for the long haul of developing focus now Here's the last key, number 12, develop a habit of finishing what you start. I'm gonna say it again, develop the habit of finishing what you start. Practice makes habit. Now listen, I know you know someone right now who is struggling with distraction and you know they need this message, so I'm gonna ask you to share this message with them right now so they can benefit of these valuable tools also remember uh, to click that star and light it up gold so this becomes your favorite podcast don't forget if you want dr mark jones to be a part of your next event give us a call at 813-241-6919 extension 15 remember also you can find my messages on youtube at manifestations worldwide you can find me on facebook as simply mark jones until we get together next time May you live long and lead well.